right, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Another Bourbon Show. Tonight, we are not even drinking bourbon. The fuck are we doing? Like, what have we come to, guys? We're not drinking bourbon. Two episodes in a row. Last we week, we didn't even drink fucking whiskey. We should just call ourselves Another Show. I'd really catch on. That'd be great SEO. <laughs> no, nah, but tonight we're drinking something really close to bourbon. Uh, tonight we're going to be drinking some Gentleman Jack. And yeah, that's just a little guy right there. So I'll get him real close to the, the screen. Uh, yeah, I, Ryan, yours is coming in better. I think Ryan's got the best focus there. So let's have him hold it up. Uh, yeah, we're drinking Gentleman Jack. It's uh, easy to find. It's 80 proof. It's just old number seven that's filtered through it's gone through the lincoln county process a second time basically um so that gives a little bit more mellowness um so there you have it we're drinking gentleman jack uh you can see that all three of us are drinking 50 mil ml bottles um picked up mine for i don't know just shy of five bucks something like that um no, but before we do anything else, Stephen, what do you think of that label? Well, you know, I was trying to think earlier of what one element makes this so recognizable on the shelf, besides like the little Jack Daniels thing, which at least on this is not super noticeable. But other than it's saying Jack Daniels from a distance, how is it that you can tell so easily that this is a Jack product? And I think it's just because it says Jack in the name. Like, can you make a whiskey product and put Jack up there and, and it not be a Jack Daniels product. I feel like it's just illegal. Like you can't even say the word Jack. Like I think that the Jack Daniels branding is so strong that just saying Jack is all you need. Um, so when I typically score stuff that for being recognizable from a distance, just the name Jack, I think does a lot of work for this guy because otherwise it looks a little bit like Rossville union. Mm -hmm. Um, but either way, it's a cool looking bottle. And we were all commenting ahead of time about how cool for an airplane bottle it is. Yeah, there you go. There's a Rossville Union bottle. You could tell, especially. I mean, one big one difference is the Rossville Union bottle is much larger. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that is the case. But that's that's the big difference. But really, if you had the two 750s right next to each other, they look super similar. Oh, yeah. Um, and yet. I feel like it's you can still tell the difference between the two pretty easily from the fonts and everything. And it just looks nice. It looks like... I was always curious what Gentleman Jack was, to be honest. Like, it doesn't make it clear exactly what you're getting here. Um, you really have to read the fine print. And it, even if somebody read, like, Double Mellowed, unless you know what the whiskey processes are, that could be... I mean, you hear, like, triple filter, <laughs> double... Like, it doesn't... It all kind of blends together. It's toasted. It's toasted. Yeah, Tennessee. Yep, Tennessee. Um, <laughs> but I, I think it looks good. I'm gonna give this one. Uh, I think I'm gonna give it a seven. Uh, I think it looks pretty good. Uh, hopefully, I gave Rossville Union something similar. I don't remember, <laughs> but I think that it's um, it's a good looking bottle. It still stays distinct, if only because it says Jack. And I like the the production value. The production value is nice. Like I said, we were talking about how nice it is that it's a glass a heavy glass bottle um if ever i was going to keep a 50 milliliter bottle it'd be this one i think so yeah 
Yeah, I think that's totally fair. Ryan, do you want to add anything? Yeah, I was just going to say the dedication to the 50ml, like actually being glass, distinguishes itself from 95% of the other brands because they're usually not spending the money to put glass in. Um, such a small size product. But um, I definitely can see, I mean, I, I believe this came out in the late 80s, Gentleman Jack. I don't know what the old bottle looked like if there's been many changes to it, but um, Woodford Reserve, definitely the bottles of homage to um, to this bottle, I feel like. Or, you know, obviously they're in the same family, but they look like the bottles could be cousins or, you know, they seem related. Um, it's not as thick as as a Gentleman Jack bottle, but it is a very similar looking bottle um, to Gentleman Jack. Woodford seems more squared off. Yeah, and it there are a little bit, you know, there are differences in it, but um, I definitely think they use this as kind of an inspiration for the Woodford bottle. Kind of a starting point. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, I don't... It, it's really possible that that it's just that I didn't know Gentleman Jack existed prior, but I feel like I first found out Gentleman Jack existed in like the mid nineties. And no, I was not 21 yet, but we all know that I was definitely buying and drinking whiskey before I was 21. So I'm, but we do not condone this. You two, we don't condone it. It's a bad idea. And Dan's do as I say, not as I do, type of a thing. But I feel like it was more like 94 or 95 when I first found out that it existed. And I did used to love Jack Daniels. I, I still love Jack Daniels. I think that Jack Daniels is like for a for a value, like what you're paying versus what you're drinking, Jack is way the fuck up there, right? Like it's hard to beat jack daniels the flavor you're getting at 80 proof for the price you're paying is hard to beat so but i also don't think i've ever drank gentleman jack i just learned of its existence so hey is yukon jack jack daniels also no that is owned by sazerac okay I thought of that whenever Stephen was saying about whiskey and the name Jack. And I didn't know. So I hmm. thought that was a fair question. Maybe what maybe at one point it was, but um the past few years Sazerac has bought a bunch of uh so, uh, sort of the lower tier brown foreman items, but Yukon Jack wasn't one of those in the past few years. It's okay. mainly early times that you saw, um Canadian Mist, um Benchmark Jack. So, yeah. <laughs> old number eight old number eight yeah we get it yeah <laughs> what's the price differential on this to regular jack pretty significant yeah so that's so, going to be our that's going to be our test yeah so uh whenever i when it was out an hour and a half two hours ago to grab that it seemed like the 750 milliliters were going for about 32 dollars like in that low $30 price range. Whereas of course, old number seven, you can get for 18 to 20 bucks. Yeah, Ryan, is that your sale. experience? You'll see it on sale. Sometimes it'll go down uh, uh, $27.99, $28.99. Uh, everyday price I usually see is around 30 to $32.99. Yeah. 
And then old number seven is in that just yeah, under, I mean, just shy of twenty dollars normally. They they've taken some price increases uh, the last three or four years. Uh, used to be able to find old number seven, you know, regularly like sixteen ninety nine, seventeen ninety nine, eighteen ninety nine. Most grocery store chains are going to be right at like nineteen ninety nine, twenty ninety nine, but independent liquor stores. I mean, Jack Seven Fifty is twenty three to twenty five bucks in some places. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So okay. you know, you adjust for this, it's probably thirty five dollars in those stores. Okay. For gentlemen. Now, do you guys? You asked earlier, or you mentioned earlier, Stephen, about the double mellowing. Do you guys know what that is? Does the average listener need to know what that is? Is it the charcoal filtering? Is that all it is? Yeah. So like, so the Lincoln County process is that it gets filtered through sugar, maple, charcoal before it goes in the barrel. This goes through that filter twice. That's it. And what is the, what does that supposedly do? Supposedly it mellows it and adds character and additional flavor. That's that's my understanding of it, Ryan. From a from a learned perspective, I think you hit hit it right on the dot. Um, okay, yeah. Why don't more places do that or or try that? Like, I don't hear too many. I don't hear too many distilleries like Stumpy's, for instance. Never has done. I shouldn't say the never has done, but I haven't heard of them doing any of the same charcoal filtering. Yeah, so specifically, it is referred to as the Lincoln County process of the going through a charcoal filter prior to going in the barrel. Um, It's just not something, it's not part of the tradition of whiskey in Kentucky or anywhere else. It started specifically in Lincoln County, Tennessee, so it's called the Lincoln County process. And it's the defining characteristic between Tennessee whiskey and bourbon. Well, what do you say we finally drink this? <laughs> Let's do it. We're, we're a couple gentlemen tonight. We should have worn tuxes or something. Ryan should have worn the tracksuit. We're underdressed. <laughs> I can put it on, dude. <laughs> Would you please, dude? Would you have some respect for Gentleman Jack? Here, I'll, here, I'll, I'll meet in the middle here. Okay, oh, there we Let me go. see that spaghetti. Let me see that spaghetti. No, it's the fucking white feeder, too, dude. <laughs> oh man, I thought James Gandolfini was dead. <laughs> but here he is dying on camera in front of me. Uh, fuck. Uh, All right, man. let's drink. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Rest in peace, Jimmy. He's got a really nice nose. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you always call him Jimmy? Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Gandolfini. Yeah, I've yeah, never heard someone Jimmy, do dude. that. <laughs> That's that caught me right as soon as I was taking the drink. <laughs> so I gotta say, this reminds me of like the nose. I like it, but it reminds me of the smell of my wife's hairspray. And I don't know what brand hairspray she uses let me text her and find out it's maybelline um it does smell no that'd be insane what if i did know though how creeped out would you be dan 
Not at all. <laughs> I don't even know if Maybelline make does Maybelline make hairspray. They have to. That was such a safe joke on my part. <laughs> also, look that up. Ask her if Maybelline makes hairspray. <laughs> it does have a pleasant nose. I don't think it's all that different from old number seven, except a less bananas is about the only yeah. difference. So I think less bananas, but I also think less like ethanol, less alcoholy of a nose. A more mellow nose. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> my wife's hairspray is big sexy hair. I'll tell you what, she's the first person from Peoria to ever have big sexy hair. <laughs> <laughs> it's usually old coal miner hair you know going out there whatever the hell they did in peoria back in the day jesus christ dude <laughs> big sexy hair usually have black lung My name's ryan namoff will be here all <laughs> All right, I'm going to take my first sip. I do get a little like maple syrupiness too. the nose. Yeah, I, I can smell when I'm really huffing now, I, I can smell what you're talking about, Dan. It's almost like a chapstick type smell as well. Like a cherry I could chapstick. See, I could see that as well. I could see that as well. And I and again, I, I want to make sure that it doesn't come across as, as negative. It's just a weird connection, right? And it is is pleasant. It's like uh, the cherry chapstick. If you remember the brand like Lip Smackers from back in the day, it's like not real cherry. You know what I mean? It's like that. It's like that medicinal. Artificial, fake cherry. Sure, yeah. 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 Even for chapstick cherry, it's like different than that even. Like it's like the lightest, weirdest waxy cherry. That's what this smells like a little bit if you really huff it. Yeah, I could see that for sure. So sipping it, very mellow. Yeah, but it is mellow. I don't disagree. But I'm like, what part of that is just, that's kind of how it is at 80, 80 proof. Yeah, my like my issue with it is, if you're paying 10, 12 bucks more a bottle, I wish it was a 90 proofer. Give us a little... Just a little more of what Jack Daniels can be at a higher proof, you know. And I get it's going through the process a second time, but I would just like there. I would just get a little more bite because that's very easy to drink. There's no burn. And if we were it's to kind of this, sorry, Dan. I was going to say if we're if we're now drinking this in a time where Jack Daniels bonded also exists. So, like, even with what you're talking about, Ryan, I mean, I've seen Jack Daniels bonded for, like, I think 30 bucks around. So, if this is more than that, I think you're you're competing there, even if it's 90 proof. So, Yeah, I know the bonded is 50% alcohol. So, I got a bottle of that last week, and I was drinking it. And, I mean, it's a good bottle, you know. Put some, there's a hug, nice finish to it, and 
not saying this doesn't have that. It's just very even killed. I, so I I'll, like. I'll say it then. This does not have a hug. I'll, I'll say that flat out. This does not have a hug, in my opinion, at all. Like, it's got a long finish. Like, I can still taste it in my mouth. But I get no no hug at all. Um, the taste has a... It's got, like, a funkiness in the taste to it. Like, um... Uh, not like... You know, kind of like mothballs. Like a mothball smell type of a taste. I'm not sure I've ever smelled mothballs. In any way. I, I'm aware of that being like a a smell that people will reference, but I don't know that I've ever smelled it. I feel like it, it it's pretty much just Jack Daniels without the extra bite. But <laughs> also not the sweetness. Yeah. I'm not getting the sweetness from it the way I get from a Jack Daniels. I disagree that there's no finish. I think there is some, but I think it's. I, I, I said no that hug. there was a finish. Oh, I said there I mean is hug. a finish. Yeah, no you're right. Hug. You're right. I'm wrong. Oh. But I I meant okay. hug. I okay. think there is a there is a little bit of a hug to it. I don't think it's great, and I think I have to take a pretty big swig to to taste that or feel to feel it. But I think it it, it can be there, but it's it's not. Even for 80 proof, it's not much. Right. Kind of reminds me of Brothers Bond. Um, yeah. In a way. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. It just goes to show you look at Michter's and, you know, a lot of their stuff's like 83 proof. Just how much more complex in 83 proof Michter's is than. Any standard bourbon that is 80 proof. Yep. I feel like I could chug this whole thing (laughs) with no bite. You know, sometimes we talk about something having a dry finish. I feel like this has like the one of the wettest finishes. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. And like looking at the legs on my glass. So I pointed at you because I could, I felt that that's where you're going with it because I feel the exact same way. looks like the inside of a rain gauge after a rain outside. I've got nothing else to say about it. Let's rate the fucker. (laughs) Let's do it. We can bullshit more if we want to, but let's rate it. Well, yeah. You guys go first because I, I haven't even thought about a score yet. <laughs> Three eight. Wow. I don't like it. I don't like it. Give me old number seven. I would take old number seven over this, even if it's the same price. Do you think beam is better? Yeah, I do. Wow. Three eight. Uh, it's funky. It's mildewy. It. Um, I don't really get that from mine. Like, I don't get that mildew funkiness. 
It doesn't have any sweetness to it. Uh, it was your city in a window by any chance, Dan? Yeah, no, it wasn't. <laughs> it was sitting on the rack at the cashier counter of Friar Tuck in Edwardsville. Yeah, I'm not digging it at all. I would rather have old number seven. I would rather have Jim Beam White label. That's it. Three eight. I'm on you. You want me to go, Ryan? Yeah. I'm going to give it a 5.9. I I like it better than, you know, a Jim Beam White label. But I uh, I get what you're saying, Dan. I have less of the funky note, I think, than you do. But I can I still sense it being there. And so that's why I'm still going pretty low. Um. I, I have a hard time finding out who I'd recommend this one to because one of the other ones that I think of in terms of like my confusion on what to rate it was the Jim Beam, like the double oaked Jim Beam Black. Um, and I think that was another one where I'm like, I don't know exactly who I'd recommend this to. And then I remember you saying, Dan, that you would like, you're like, well, if you really love Oaky stuff, which seems obvious, but that's who you'd recommend it to. And I'm sure I'll have that moment later where I realize, oh yeah, that's who I'd recommend it to. But right now, I guess I would just say fan, hardcore fans of Jack Daniels, maybe. You know, I mean, if you really, really like Jack Daniels and you're trying it for all their products, that's all I can come up with right now for who this would be good for. If you just want to try all the Jack products, then you might like it. But uh, it's just unremarkable like i can't really think of much more else to say about it like that's why we got so far into this episode and we we're like i don't have anything else to say about it it's kind of one note it's not terrible but it's hard to recommend so that's that's where i'm at with my score you know i'll piggyback pretty much what you said steven it just i'm gonna call it a one-trick pony but um i feel like for the price you should get you should get a little more out of it of what's being offered. I, I mean, I love the buy, you know, it stands out on a shelf. It looks really cool, but at the end of the day, you're paying 10, 12 bucks more for something. That's also 80 proof. That is a little easier to drink than Jack Daniels. I mean, I know we talk about, we don't get that sweetness in it as much, maybe a little toned down banana. I feel like I could just chug this and drink it and not really feel anything after. It wouldn't hurt to drink, and I like to feel that hurt a little bit, if that makes sense, because you get something out of that. I don't really feel like you get that with this. Um, Stephen brought up a good point with the with the bonded now, and then there's the triple mash. And then if you want to spend 20 bucks more, you could just go up to Jack Daniels Single Barrel, 20, 25 bucks more, which is what I would do. I'm just going to go an even round score, 6.0. I do like it more than Jim Beam White, but I'm not going to go anything above six. Another brother showing